Okay, today's daf is Shabbos daf Tzadi Gimel. We are on Tzadi Beis Amud Beis. We're going to start a little further back. The Mishnah starts Hamaiti Kikar L'Shusarabim. So about twelve lines from the bottom, this Mishnah touches upon a famous halacha we might be familiar with in Hilcha Shabbos, which is called Shnayim Shasua or Shnayim Shasu. If two people do the malacha, then one they're not chayiv for doing it on Shabbos. So there's this is the sugya, the Mishnayos. We'll see the Gemara. Many have heard stories, you know, in the Holocaust where people would try to find ways to not violate Shabbos Daraisa. They'd have two people doing it. But this is the this is the source. This Mishnah on Tzadi Beis and Beis. So the Mishnah says like this: Hamaytzi Kikar L'Shusarabim, someone who takes out a kikar, a loaf of bread, into Rishusarabim, Chayev. We know that that's Isser Haitzah to carry from Rishusayachet to Rishusarabim, Chayev. Uhu Shnayim. If two people took it out, Peturin, their putter. Because there's a concept of Shnaim Sha'asua, two people that do this activity, they're putter on Shabbos, and the Gemara is going to spend the whole daf trying to figure out the source and all the various details. So stay tuned. Next, the Mishnah says, Let's say one person on his own would not be able to bring out this bread. So you have the Belzer Rebbe's challah uh, for the Tish, it's a Groys challah. Barrel's getting excited. So, you know, one guy can't hold it himself, you need two people to hold it. And two chassidim are holding the, the challah. Again, it might be pekuach nefesh, so they're allowed to do it on Shabbos. But let's say the Rebbe's challah was in the wrong house, and they have to carry it into Rosh Hashanah. If two people would do it, so then, and in that case, you're chayiv. Seemingly, since I couldn't have done it on my own, so we needed two people to do it, it sounds like that's the derech to do the, to do the malacha. So the Tanakhama holds their chayev. Comes along Rab Shimon, Rab Shimon Poitri, Rab Shimon says they're both putter, even if they needed two people to lift this uh, big chawa or any other object, you're lifting a bike or something else that needs two people to lift it, a piece of equipment. If you need two people, still Rab Shimon holds, you are putter. So comes along the Gemara, Amar Rab Yehuda Marav. So Rav Yudah said the name of Rav, Va'amila, and some say it was Amra Baya, Va'amila, Masnisa Tana, Zeyachal, Zeyachal. Let's say each one on his own was able to do it, able to take out this bread. Rav Meir Mechaev, Rav Meir says, still, there's no heter of Shnaim Shasua. Just because two people took it out, so what? Since you took it from point A to point B, Mechaev. So that's already adding something we didn't see in our Mishnah. Our Mishnah was either you're always putter, or you're only putter if... Uh, you could have taken it out on your own, and he needed two people, to, and he took two people to take it out. So then your partner comes along, Rameir, you're always chayiv, even if zayachov uh, zayachov, two people carrying a cup of coffee in Rosh Hashanah. Rameir says you're still chayiv. There is no heter of shnayim shasu, no such thing. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, Peter, no, they say you're putter. Shnayim shasu, two people taking out the cup of coffee, you are putter. What about the next case? Zayachov v'zayachov. Each one on his own will not be able to, to, to carry. They have a refrigerator, something that's very large. One person cannot physically carry it on his own, and two people to, and so therefore you have two people taking it out. Do we still have this heter of Shnaim Shasua? So obviously Rab Meir holds your chayah because he says even when you couldn't, when even when you could take it out on your own, your chayah. So Rabbi Yehuda Rab Meir Mechayven. Here Rabbi Yehuda says you are chayah because that's a typical way of carrying it. Rab Shimon, point there. So Rab Shimon says his pattern. It's the same Rab Shimon from my Mishnah with the big challah. Rab Shimon says, your putter, if two people are taking it out, they always putter. Now, by the way, we picked up the name for our Tanakama. Our Tanakama is Rabbi Yehuda, who differentiates between when people could have taken it out on their own. So then your putter, when two people take it out, when 
one on his own would not have been able to take it out. And each one couldn't have on his own. And now they both took it out. Rabbi Huda says you're chayef. So that is the Mishnah. That is the Tanakam of a Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon again says you're putter. Next case. This is an interesting case. Zayachol, you have someone who's a very strong person. He's able to carry, you know, the refrigerator on his own. Vizayachol, and the second one couldn't. He couldn't do it on his own. And they both take out something together. So to one person... It looks like he couldn't do it on his own. He needed the other guy. The other guy didn't need him. So what's the halacha? Everyone agrees, Chayiv. You're Chayiv. Now who's Chayiv? Which one? Both. We'll see in the Gemara. But the Brisa says this case is different. Everyone agrees on this case. There is going to be an obligation when only one of them could and one couldn't. There's some, someone's Chayiv over here. Okay, so Tani Nami Hachi. We have a Brisa that says the same thing. Hamoitzi Kikar L'Shosarabim. Take out a, a loaf of bread to L'Shosarabim on Shabbos. Chayiv, you're Chayiv. Let's see you, Shnayim. If two people took it out, or Meir Machayev, Meir says, you always Chayev. There's no heter of Shnaim Sha'asu. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, Rabbi Yehuda says it depends. This is Rabbi Yehuda, this is the Tanakam of our Mishnah. It depends on the object. If it was La Yachal Echad if it was so heavy that an individual Echad was not La Yachal wasn't able to take it out on his own, therefore he asked his friend to, to help him give him a hand, and they both. Carrying this table into Rosh Hashanah, Chayavim Rabbi Yudah says you're Chayav because that's the standard way of carrying a table. Vim Lav. However, let's say uh, each one could have done on his own. Peturin, they're Pater. Rab Shimon, Pater. Rab Shimon says you're always Pater. So that's we. Ha- so that's just a. Uh, a glimpse into our sukkah, we have three different opinions. According to Rab Meir, you're always high. There's no such thing as Shnaim Sha'asu. Totally made up. According to Rab Shimon, the other extreme, you're always putter. If two people are doing something, you're putter. Except for one funny case where you have a strong guy and a weak guy. We'll get to that later. And you have the middle shita, which is the Tanakam of Amishnah, which is the opinion of Rabbi Huda, that it depends. If it's, an, if it's a heavy object, that you need two people to move it anyways. So having two people move it on Shabbos, that's the standard way of moving it. You're carrying a table, or you're carrying a, I don't know, a dishwasher, whatever you're carrying, that is the standard, a flat screen TV, whatever you're carrying, so that is the standard way of carrying it, having two people carry it together. So, of course, you're high of how you saw in Shabbos. However, if it's, if it's so light, a cup of coffee, that anyone could carry it on their own, now you have two people, oh, so then Rabbi Huda says, that's the tour of Shnaim Shasua. Comes along the Gemara, the Gemara asks, Mino Hani Mili. How do we know these, where, where does the, where's the Machlechus? What is it based on? So it's all based on the Pasuk. The Tanarabanan, we learned in a Brisa. So here, the Pasuk, if you have on the side of your uh, Gemara, or you have a Chumash on you, it's Vayikra Dalit Pasuk of Zion. We'll read the Pasuk. Nefesh Achas Techata. If one person doesn't have error, Bishkaga by mistake, Me'am Aretz Ba'asoysa, someone from the, from, from Klai Yisrael, Ba'asoysa, when he does it, Achas mi mitzvah Hashem Hashaloisia said something he shouldn't have done. Va'asham he did it by mistake. So you bring a chatos. So we're gonna we're gonna get into this pasuk at length. But let's take it one thing at a time. So the Tanur Rabbanan, the pasuk says ba'asoisa you did one thing wrong. You did it wrong. Hashaloisia sena. The Torah says don't eat chaylev, and you did it anyways. So it's asoisa ha'oisa as kula someone who did the entire act v'loy ha'oisa es mikzasa. And not someone who did part of it. What would be an example? Kate what's the example? Shnaim Shahaya Oichazin Bemalgez. So let's see what we're discussing Hilcha Shabbos now. You have two people holding a pitchfork, 
and the loigzon, and they start stacking their, their grain, making a whole pile. So that's the malacha of ma'amer, of, of making a pile of grain, things that grow from the ground. That's the isra on Shabbos. So you have two people holding the pitchfork together, making a pile of grain. That's one example. Or you have two people holding on a kirkar, bakirkar, which is a pointy uh, a weaving stick, the shoiftin, and they set up the loom, which is the isra of, of mesech, uh, setting up the loom on Shabbos, another one of the lamatas malachas. So two people doing it together, that's the case of, of ba'asayso, would say these two, these two are pater. Or you have two people holding ba'kulmais, they're holding a pen, the koisvin, they're writing together while holding a pen, or Bakana, they're holding a reed together, Voitzio, Rishos Rabim, they carry out this reed into Rishos Rabim. Yachal, I would think, you Chayavin, they should be Chayav, they're violating Shabbos. Tamaloyma comes the Torah, the Asoisa. When you do this malacha, ha'oyse as kula, only the one that does it, v'loi ha'oyse mektsasa, not someone who only did part of it. So we have a Gzeris HaKasov that. When two people do the malacha, that is their putter because the Torah says, Ba'asa you have to do it yourself, not by having two people doing it. However, comes Tzadi Gimel and Mabez, top, top line, Be'igol Shaldavela, you have this big cake of uh, pressed figs. That was the delicacy. You have a, I don't know, you have a big wedding cake, something that was very, very large. Or Bakaira, they're holding a beam, void Tzilashasarabim. So here, these things are so heavy, it's the standard way to carry it would be having. Two people carrying it. So here we have Machoikas. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, If one person comes to take it out on his own, But if each one could have taken it on his own, a small cake, they'd be putter. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, Even if one person couldn't have lifted it on his own, they're always putter. Why? Because the Torah says, the Torah says clearly, only if you do it on your own, you carry something on your own, you're chayev. Shnaim Shasua, two people do it, Peturin, they are pater. Rab Shimon, just reading straight off the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, Asaisa just tells me only if one person does the malacha. So the question is, how does everyone else have their opinion? So let's keep going with the Gemara. But my kamiflagi, what's the machlik? It's Rab Shimin, Rabbi Yehuda, and then we'll throw in Rameir at the end as well. So the my kamiflagi, the high cross. Now we're going to read the Pasuk one more time. So it's the same Pasuk. The Pasuk says, achas techeta bishkaga. So the Pasuk is brought in the Gemara. Me'ama aretz ba'asaisa. So it says, nefesh achas techeta and the Pasuk keeps going. So Rab Shimon, so Shimon reads this Pasuk and he says, There are three words here that tell me to exclude things. There are three words in this Pasuk which tell me to be mamait, to minimize. Which three? It says, Nefesh techata. Nefesh means one soul, one person. Okay, that's one. Achas techata, one person. Does the sins? So that's two words in the pasuk that tell me to be memait to minimize, and then it says ba'asoisa when he did it, he did the entire act techata. So there are three words in this pasuk. We got nefesh, ne- we got achas, and we have ba'asoisa. Three words in this pasuk tell me minimize only one person, not two, not nefashois, not uh, harbe, not ba'asoisam. Uh, it's ba'asoisa. It's nefesh and it's achas. Okay, so I have three drushes from here. What are the three drushes? According to Rabbi Shimon, 
He is the most. He 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 sees the most in this pasuk. Ha! The first drushas lemaute is coming to exclude, and we had this the second or third daf in Shabbos. Ze oiker v'zemaniach. The first mission we had in Shabbos, we had the balabayas and the ani. One was standing inside, one was standing outside, and we learned that you need to have an akira and a hanacha in order to violate Shabbos. You have to pick it up in one rishus and put it down in the other rishus. Right. So the first word of the Pasuk is where one person did the Akira, the Balabayas picked it up from his table, and the Ani took it out from his hands, he did the Hanacha, so that's that tells me they're Pater, because it's, it's two people doing it, that is learnt out from the first Drasha so one person picked it up, and the other person put it down another uh, 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 miut, another drasha, where they're both able to take out a cup of coffee, and two people took it out, the Pasuk tells me, Pater, only achas, not shtayim. And another drasha, they're carrying their, uh, their heavy equipment, and each one on his own couldn't have lifted it up, you're still Pater. Why? Because we have a drasha. The drasha tells me, only if you did the entire act yourself, even if two people did it, uh, even if you can't, couldn't have done it yourself, you're still Pater. So according to Rabbi Shimon, he has the most uh, broad view from this Pasuk. He has three drashas. Drasha number one, drasha number two, and drasha number three, all three cases, you are Pater. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda had the more nuanced view. He said it depends on the object. If it's heavy, then you'd be chayiv. With two people doing it, if it's light, then you'd be potter. So let's see. Rabbi Huda, you're right. The first one is coming to your might. Meaning one person picked it up and the other person put it down. Fine. Now that, that's the easiest thing to darshan because that's two different parts of the malacha. Let's say two people are writing. So they're both actually writing, right? As opposed to when someone does the akira and someone does the hanacha, no one did the whole thing. It's very different. So that everyone agrees. So that's the first. That's the first um, jab. Chalamute is zeoikir v'zamaniach. Chalamute. Yeah, go. What if someone writes the first part of the letter? Second, second person writes the second part of the letter. Is that considered? Right. It's not so considered shnayim shalsu because it's half and half. Yeah, that would be even a better case because that is not even a significant act. It just wrote uh, a little bit of a letter. It's a good, yeah, I, I don't know if the Gemara will get to it, but um, I think you're right. That, that would be, it wouldn't be worse, sorry, it wouldn't be more chayev than ze'oiker v'zemaniach because they each did a, something significant, right? You need both, but writing a little dot, that's nothing. So yeah, you know, a thousand people write dots, that would not be a, a chayev and Shabbos, but good point. Okay, next. Um, so, so Rabbi Huda says, Each one could have done it on his own, a cup of coffee. And the last one, Rabbi Shimon learned the last one, everything's pater. No, it's coming to teach me a different halacha. It's coming to tell me that So, a yachid, he calls the bezdin. Well, we'll just make up a case here. But the truth is, it's really a din of bezdin. So, back in the day, you had bezdin, and they passed him for Kleistro, and they made a mistake. They said, you're allowed to use your oven on Shabbos, okay? And he heard a psaq. He Googled it. He said you could do it. He turns on his oven on Shabbos. So he was he violated Shabbos. So comes the Gemara. The Gemara is actually a, a whole nesachta called Harios when Bezdin made a mistake. But according to Rabbi Huda, we're learning from this pasuk. It says, when you did it from your own decision. However, if I Bezdin told me to do it, so then you'd be putter. 
Okay? Now, by the way, there's a fascinating discussion in the Paiskim. This is for a different time, maybe a, a daft tidbit. But there's a discussion in the Pischei Tshuvas in Hilchas Nida. He talks about, well, let's say someone... That's the example. Someone who violated it by mistake, by Aynes, there's a whole discussion of doing tshuva. So there the Pisgah Tshuva writes that let's say someone didn't ask a Shaila, but they heard, you know, from Google. You know, they heard from the Gas. That's his example. Where they heard from the street that this and this is mutter, or they asked their friend, the Pisgah Tshuva writes that that is not considered an Aynes, that you didn't do, you weren't responsible. Don't, uh, don't rely on emails or, uh, you know, social media for your Pesach Halacha. Just a fascinating thing. But we'll get to that in Masechta's Harius. That's a whole Masechta deciding on when, you know, who was at fault when the Bezin Paskin. But either way, he's learning that last drasha, Ba'asoisa, when you did it, not when you did it, based on a Pesach he got from Bezin. What about Rab Shimon? What does he do with this, with this drasha? Doesn't need the drush. According to Rashi, this is how we read the Gemara. Rabbi Shimon, Yachid, Shasab, Haras, Bezin, Chayev. You're still Chayev to bring a carbon. Even though the Bezin told you you're allowed to turn on your oven on Shabbos, you're still, you'll still be Chayev on Shabbos. Toysus doesn't like that. Homachlekes had to learn the beginning of Mesechtas Harius. We'll leave it for a different time. Rameir, Rameir says, Meek Siv. So, so comes along Rameir. Rameir holds that. There's no such din as Shnaim Shasua. So what did he do with the, the previous ten lines of Gemara? Rameir, he said like this: Miksiv, Nefesh, Techeta, Achas, Techeta, Basoisa Techta. Look at your Pasuk. What does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says, Vim Nefesh Achas, one soul. So you're right. That's a that's coming to minimize. Nefesh Achas. But it's not saying Nefesh and Achas, it's Nefesh Achas, one soul. So there's only two drushas. It says Nefesh, right, so Trey Me'ut Exiv, you only have two Me'utim. What are the two? Cha Lemute Ze'oikir V'zemen. Mayor agrees, first Mishnah in Shabbos, he has to agree to that, that when the Balabais picked it up and the Ani took it out, all those cases we had, the first Mishnah in Shabbos, Ze'oikir V'zemen, your Pater. Fine, that's the first drusha. What about the second drusha? That's for Yachit Shasab, Bahiras Bezdin, but he does not have a drusha to tell me that Shnaim Shasu was Pater. So we can learn the whole Masech Shabbos Shnaim Shasua. Rameir holds Shnaim Shasua is Chayev because there's no pasuk. There's no pasuk to be mamayit. There's only two miutim in this pasuk. There's Nefesh Achas and there's Baasoisa. So Nefesh Achas tells me uh, that if one person did the Akira, another one did the Hanacha, you're Pater. And Baasoisa tells me Yachid Shasab Ras Bezdin is Pater. Only Baasoisa you did it on your own uh, decision, not based on a psak of Bezdin. Okay, so now we... Why do you need a pasuk? Why can't you just say it's a shinoi? Very good. So we're going to see that we're, that perhaps it's such a shinoi that that's... So, one second. Let's see the next Gemara, and then we'll see what the lumdus is behind why Shnaim Shasu is putter. On one hand, you could say that it's a shinoi. It's kalachayad. The whole thing is kalachayad, and therefore you're putter. So we're going to see in one moment, your question, actually. So, we said before, and Amar Mar means we're quoting what we said previously, we said that, where you have this very strong person, he could carry the table, and his friend, or his spouse, cannot carry the table, and they carry it together, right? So the question is, do we say, so, so the, the Bryce says you're chayev. So the question is, who's chayev? The one who was able to carry it, or the one, now, According to Chaim, Chaim Kutov, you have a great word here. If the whole word is kelachayad, I'm doing it backhandedly. So this person who's very, who's very strong, 
He could carry the table. His wife wants to feel good. She's helping him carry the table. So he lets her carry. Good, good for Shalom Bayes. He makes his wife feel good that she's helping him carry the table. But he could have carried it himself, right? So when he allows her to do it, so he's doing it Pashinoi. He should be putter, right? If that's, if that's the lambdos, if that's the reason why Shnaim Shasu is putter, because, his, uh, because it's, it's kalachayar, it's a different way of doing it, so then the stronger person would be putter in this case. What, if, what is the other way of learning it? The other way of learning it is that as long as two people are doing it, you're totally putter because each one is helping the other person out. Isn't that the other reason why to be putter? So let's see. So, Amarmar, Ze Yachov, Ze Yachov. If each, if one person was able to do it, very strong person, the other one is weak, they both do it together. Everyone agrees, someone's chayev. So the Gemara says, which one is chayev? So Rav Chista, Rav Chista says, the stronger person who was able to do it, he is chayev for carrying the table, even though his, uh, his friend is helping him, is assisting him carry the table, he is chayev. Why? Who should be chayev? The, the weaker person? Micah Ovid. What did he do? He didn't do anything. So if he didn't do anything, why would the other person be chayev? He wasn't able to lift the table on his own. So why would you be chayev? So comes along, the Messiah Bahadeh. He helped out. Maybe there's an Easter called Messiah, meaning... When, when we discuss Hilcha Shabbos or any other halachas in the Torah, any other mitzvahs or lavim in the Torah, maybe there's a concept that even though I wasn't able to do it on my own, but I, you know, aided and abetted, I assisted, you know, in Yonid Yoima, current, current events, I helped, I helped uh, get from point A to point B, right? So maybe there's a concept that even though this person was not able to carry the table on his own, but he helped his friend carry it. He did help. It wasn't as, hard, as difficult for his friend. So maybe there's a concept of Messiah. So comes along Rav Chista, and this will be the, till, the, till Ahmed Bey's, Amr Leh Messiah, Ein Boy Mamish, someone who helps out someone else do a malacha, and you could not have done it on your own, Ein Boy Mamish, that is not considered uh, a malacha, and it's not considered a Maisa Isser. So now we're back to square one. Since the one who just merely helped does not violate Shabbos because they couldn't have done it on their own, all they're doing is Messiah, they're helping out. So who must be Chayev? The one who was able to carry it on his own. So he's Chayev for carrying it. So according to this, just to answer Chaim's question, we have to get into the Lambdas of why Shnaim Shasua is Pater. And the Lambdas is not because it's kalachayad. Because if it was kalachayad, then you should be putter. Because it's a, it's an odd way of, of me carrying a table with another person. That's odd. I could carry the table myself. I could lift it up myself. This person's helping me. That doesn't make a difference. That is still called the standard way of carrying. You want to know what's really kalachayad? So go back to yesterday's daf. We you know carrying it with your feet. So we see from this gemara that even though someone else is helping me out, that is not really called kalachayad. So why in fact am I putter? Gzeiras akasav. Does gzeiras akasav? that if I do something with uh, another person and I couldn't and I, and I could have done it on my own then I'm putter but if I but but if this person could not have done it so then they're not really helping me they're being messiah but their act could not have done it so since I'm the only one that could have done it and I did it that's why I would be chayev. So that's the background to the lambdas. But now we're going to get into this discussion of misayim by mamish, which means that just helping when when one thing on its own didn't do the act or didn't help in a significant way. The halacha is, you are 
According to Rav Chista, ain't by mamish, that is not considered anything. So let's, we're going to get into Tum of Tahara one more time, briefly, and then we'll get back to some uh, some more common questions. Amar Rav Zvid Mishmeh Rava. Afanan Namitnina. We also learned this concept that I'm going to say, yeah, someone just helping, that's not called doing the act itself. Ain't boy mamish. That is not called mamish. So we're going to go into Tumas uh, Medris of Azov. Tumas Medris means you have Mishka Vamoishav, where you have a Zav who is Tame, he's sitting on something. And that becomes Tameh from, from the, the Zav sitting on it. Meaning, even if he doesn't touch it, let's say he's sitting on a cushion, but underneath the cushion, there's something else. So even though he didn't actually touch the object underneath the cushion, but since he's sitting on it, that is called Tumas Midras. So we're very familiar with this. So let's see the Mishnah. So someone is sitting on top of a bed. And you have four Taliyos, some type of cloth, underneath each of the, the, the four beds. So the question is, again, he didn't touch the, the cloth underneath the bed post, the, the legs of the bed, but his weight, uh, you know, was was on those those objects. So it should be Tomas Medrash, right? So the Mishnah says, Tomeos, they're all Because the bed would not be able to stand on three legs. It needs all four legs. So therefore, each one on its own will not have been able to carry the the bed, and therefore that is called Tumah. Now, this fits with Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda holds if two people can't carry the table and they carry it together, chayiv. That's a standard way of carrying it, right? So to over here, each each bed, each each um each leg is needed for the bed, and therefore each one couldn't have done it on its own, and therefore you're chayiv, uh, not chayiv, Tumah. When the Zav sits in it, comes along Rab Shimon. Rab Shimon says Metayer. Rab Shimon is Lishitase. We're going from Hilchas Shabbos to Hilchas Tuma. It's the same, uh, same Yisur, the same uh, rule, same principle. Rab Shimon holds that even if none of them could have done it on their own, and they need each other, you're still Potter. Because Rav Shimon had three drushes, and one drusha told me that it has to be Asa'ua, it has to be that one person did it on its own. Each leg didn't would not be able to do it on its own, and therefore you're Pater. So the same Achalik is Patim of Tahara. But we're not trying to p- p- pick out from there. We're going to go into the Seifah of the Mishnah. This is the important part. Someone is, so you have a Zav, he's riding on his donkey, he's riding on his horse. And you have four cloths under each. Uh, leg of the behemoth. So halacha is that an animal is not tame. The animal will not be tame by Tumas Midras because animals that are alive are not makabal Tumah. Only when they die, there's Tumas Nevela. But an animal that's alive is not tame. However, if they're on a keli, they're on a cloth, so then, then the, uh, then, then the zav who's putting weight on that cloth that's on the animal, that the animal's on, will make that cloth tame. Okay? Yes, Moish, you have a question? Can't hear you. I can't hear you, but if you want to know what we're up to, we are up to um, 10 lines from the bottom. Okay, so let's keep going. So you have this animal. So the Zav is on the animal. The animal is not Makabotama, but you have cloth underneath the the uh, hooves of the animal. So what should Allah be? The Zav is on it. He's putting weight on those things. So shouldn't that be uh, Tumah? So let's see. 
So they're all tar. Why? Since the animal could balance himself on three legs, therefore the fourth leg, each leg on its own, is not necessary. The animal doesn't need each leg individually, so therefore each one is not necessary on its own. And we could say that it's like Shnaim Shasua, that four legs together support the animal, and therefore they be like mutter, like putter in the world of Hilcha Shabbos. So to each leg over here, since each one is not necessary, you don't need both, you don't need all of them. So it's like two people that are not needed to hold a cup of coffee together. The same as two people that hold a cup of coffee together. That's not considered a violation. That's not a su'a. So too, four legs of an animal, each one on its own was not needed. Therefore, tahira. Okay, so the Gemara, the Kasha, Va'amai, Hakamisayi, They're all supporting itself. They're all supporting each other. And shouldn't that be also a problem? So the Gemara says, same halacha, lav mishim, it must be, and this is our proof, that Amrina, we say, Misayeya aim by mamash. Merely helping, as long as it's not dependent totally on your leg, that is not called anything misayeya ain boy mamish. Just helping does not is not necessary. So the same way we said you have two people holding a table. One person is a weightlifter. He's able to hold the table by himself. The other guy comes and helps him, and the other person couldn't have done it on his own. Halacha is the other person's putter because he, he, he himself was not able to support it, and it was, he wasn't needed. The other guy was able to carry it on his own. So too by the leg. Since each leg individually was not needed, since the animal could support itself on three legs, so when we look at each leg, we could say that it was not uh, needed. Next. <clears throat> so I'm Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda says, I'm Rav Yehuda mid the So comes along. Rabbi Huda, Midiskati says, I'll tell you the truth is, when each one helps, when each one is, is involved, there is still called uh, doing something. And each leg, really, since it's helping the animal uh, on four legs, so meaning each leg of the four legs of an animal is supporting the animal. You're right, it could, it could, it could, you know, theoretically balance itself on three legs, but since each one is playing a role, we should say Misayeya is by Mamish. But this case is different. Because an animal, if you go animal gazing, there are times when they'll lift up one leg. They'll lift up a leg here, lift up a leg there, they'll lift up all different, you know, different legs at different times. So that's the proof that it doesn't need all of their legs. And that's why this case is different. So the Gemara bombs away at this. So the Gemara says, who cares? The cave with the Zimun Akraha, the Zimun Akraha, but since sometimes it lifts up one leg and it lifts up a different leg the other time, why should that make it tar? Meaning, we don't know which leg is needed and therefore it's potter. What does that mean? It should be like a Zav HaMasapich. So you have a Zav. A Zav is Tamei Tomas Medras. If he, if he sleeps on a couch, if he sleeps on a bench, he makes the bench Tamei. So you have a Zav HaMasapich that rolls around. So he's on a bunch of benches, or he's on a bunch of beds, and he's, you know, rolling around. So Halacha is, You have a Zav. He's sitting on, he's laying down on five benches or on five, uh, you know, mattresses. So lit Archon, if he's, laying along its length, which means, you know, body, you know, the body is 
entirely on one mattress at a time to maim. They're all tummy. Now we're going to assume in this case, he rolled from mattress to mattress. So why does it make a difference where he's situated, how his body's situated? Because if you have three mattresses combining to support, let's say benches, you have these thin benches. Imagine a, a, a person laying down across a bunch of benches. So if he's going across the width of the benches, he can theoretically be laying across five different benches. So each bench on its own is not supporting him. That would be this side of Shnaim Shasua. So if you have each one on its own supporting him, that wouldn't be a problem. But if he's laying according, you know, with the length, so you could have one mattress at a time supporting him, or one bench at a time, and then he rolls over, he's on the next bench, next mattress, next mattress. So the Gemara, so the Mishnah makes that differentiation. So if it's La'arkon, if he's on the length of the beds and he rolled over, to man, they're all Tameh. La'arkon is on the width, to Hiren, they're all Tar. Now that was when he was up, and he knows what he did. However, Yashain, if he was sleeping, he wakes up in the morning, he fell asleep in, uh, you know, Sleepy's, uh, what in one of these mattress stores, he rolled over all the beds. Yashain, so Suffolk, Mishapich, Halein, if there's a, there's a Suffolk, did he roll over on them? And he might have twisted in middle of sleeping to go from sideways to, you know, length, lengthwise, all different variations of how this person might have slept. Halach is Tameyin. In all these cases, you are Tameyin. Why? It's a Suffolk. Suffolk Tumah, in this case, would be Tameyin. So, the same thing should apply by these legs. Why are you telling me maybe you picked up one leg, maybe you picked up a different leg? What's the difference? Since each leg on its own might have been supporting the cloth, if you hold Misayeya Yesh by Mamish, there would be Tameyin here. Elava must be the reason why we're Mekel when it comes to the four legs of the animal. Mishim Dam Rinon, Misayeya Ein by Mamish. Back to our Raya, Misayeya Ein by Mamish, merely being one leg of an animal. Since the animal does not need all four legs at one time, it's called Misayeya and Misayeya Ein by Mamish. Amra Papi Mishmei the Rava, Afana Namitnina. We also learned this in a Brisa. Rabbi Yossi Oimer, according to Rabbi Yossi, sus mitame al yadav. So you have a zav, a zav is riding on a horse. So the horse, again, is not makabotuma. It's a live animal. But the cloth underneath the horse's legs, so according to Rabbi Yossi, the, only the four legs of the horse, uh, what's underneath it, will become tame. Because the sword, the, we'll say chamar raglam, and the chamar, the donkey on its hind legs. Why? Shemisha'enes has susayadav. The horse supports itself on its front legs. And the chamar araglam, and since that's the ikr, that's what uh, you know, supports the horse, that's what supports the rider, and that's the only thing that would be makabal that that would make things tame. I, the other parts of the animal, misayeya, it helped the, the horse. So the Gemara says, Amai, how come I say about how they The other parts of the other, the hind legs help the horse's front legs, and the front legs of the four legs of the donkey help the hind legs. Lamisham da'amirin, another raya, misayeya, ain't boy mamish. Now we have one more proof to this. Amar of Ashi, Afananamitlina, we learned another, uh, another, another, uh, brysa like this, Rebeleza Aimer. So this is, Gets into the halacha. We're going to see this in Zvachim. The pasuk says, "V'sharis b'shem Hashem alikav kechol echav halavim ha'emdim." That the kain, the kain had to do the avoda. He had to be standing like his brothers, like his brethren, the levim. So the Gemara in Zvachim tells us that you have to be standing on the ritzba, on the floor of the azara. So if you're a kain, when you're doing the malacha, you're doing the avoda in the base hamikdash, you have to be standing on the floor. There's a shiloh if you jumped in the air. If that's considered, uh, if you have good hang time. And you do a, you do a shechita while you're in the air. Would that work? So I think it's a ibayadol. I think it's a teku in the Gemara and Sachem. But halacha is you have to be on the on the floor of the of the azara. Learned that from a pasuk. So comes along this brayser Rebbe Lezer Oimer. 
Let's say the coin had one foot on a kli. Someone dropped a cup on the floor, one of the you know, previous kahanim. So he has one foot on the cup and one foot on the floor. Or one foot on a stone, one foot on the floor. Ryan, we look, we view it. Let's say I would take away this cup or take away the stone. What would happen to the coin? Would he be if he's able to stand on his one foot so he's balanced? That is called a good avoida. We have a similar halacha. Let's say a person is supposed to be standing in by Shman Asri. He's leaning on a table, leaning on a shender. Again, if a person can't stand up, that's one thing. But let's say you could. But you're leaning. You're, uh, you know, you're, you're bent over. Halacha is like this. If, you, if, you, if someone would remove the table or the shender, would you still be able to stand? So that if you could, that's called amida. That's called standing for Shman Asri. If... If someone would move the table, you'd fall down. So then that is called sitting and halacha. Even though you're leaning, that's called yeshiva. So that one should not daven. Again, if someone's uh, sick or he can't, he can't get out of bed, that's another thing. But that's the standard you know, way of davening in So the same halacha, if you move the keli, the kayin falls down. So then he's not supporting himself on the floor. He's supporting himself on the keli. Otherwise, that's fine. You're allowed to support yourself on the floor. So let's see. So if what's the difference? Either way, even if the, the coin wouldn't fall when he took away the keli, but the keli was helping him support himself. Obviously, when you lean on a shtender, you're getting some support. It might not be all your support. You might still have enough weight on your legs that if someone moved the shtender, you'll be able to, to stand. But still, the coin has to be on the ritzpah, not being supported by the keli. Isn't that a case of messiah? We're still mako. Must be Lamishandarminon, Misayeya aimed by Mamish. Just being held aided by the Kaili, that is not worth anything. Amra Avina, Afananamitanina, we learned this in a Brisa as well. It says Kibo Biamin, this small. So the halacha is that a coin had to do with Sigmar Khulin, that the that the coin was only um anytime the Pasik says etzba, it has to be done with his right hand. That's the halacha when it comes to a kain doing that void. The right hand has to be the, the hand for the sprinkling of the blood and kabbalah's hadam. So let's say he's holding in his right hand and he's using his left hand to, to support it. Kibbal be'yamin v'smol. So halacha is misayatoy. Yeah, sorry, v'smol misayatoy. And the left hand assists him. Avaydasoy k'shera. The left hand's helping him, and the left hand's puzzle. Same raya, la mishum darminon, misayaya, ain by mamish. Just the assistance alone is not called anything ain by mamish. Okay, so that's our sugya of misayaya, ain by mamish. We have one more sugya before we conclude the daf. Just want to bring out one point, which is interesting, halacha lemaisa. So this, from this Gemara, it sounds like misayaya, ain by mamish. That just helping, that's not called anything. However, there's a Gemara Makris. The Gemara Makris tells us that you have the Makif and the Nikif. Let's say someone uh, gets gets a haircut and they cut too far, or you know, using uh, the wrong type of blade. So the there, if you look in the Tyra, there's two different lavin. There's a lav of giving someone a haircut, a non-kosher haircut. And there's another lav of of sitting in the barber chair, of just sitting there alone. One also violates it. And over there, it seems like Misayeya does have mamashas. Misayeya, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting in the barber chair. That, that's called, I'm assisting, and they need me to cut my hair. But that's called Misayeya. So, fascinating discussion. Where does it come up? Either way, you can't get a haircut. But either way, what's, what's the, where does it come up? So, there's a fascinating Shiloh, which 
again, this is a good daft tidbit. Uh, fascinating, Shiloh, you have, let's, there's a minhag brought down in the Ramah that, that women have to cut their nails prior to going to the mikvah. So halachically, if it's clean, there shouldn't be any issues. But there's a minhag to cut their nails, cutting it down. So the, the bare halacha brings up the following Shiloh. He has two, three pages on this in Hilcha Shabbos. Woman gets to the mikvah Friday night. She looks at her nails. Whoops, forgot to cut my nails. Okay, so what do you do? So do you push the mikvah, you know, to the next next night? That's not a good idea. Do you go without toiling, without checking your nail, without cutting your nails? You're going against the minog. So some person can say, well, if it's clean, so then forget the minog and just go to the mikvah. Another option would be have a nachri, you know, have have a non-Jew come cut your nails. So over there, the shiloh comes up when you when a lady would put out her fingernails for the uh, nachri to cut their nails in the mikvah house. On Shabbos, is that called Messiah? Are they helping by by aiding? According to this Gemara, no problem is saying by Mamish. According to the Gemara Makros, you have an Isidaraisa. So that's where it comes up. It also comes up. Uh, so there are some surgeries which are halachically, uh, you know, complicated or, you know, should be, uh, definitely speak with a rub prior to doing it. It could be a plastic surgery on a face where they're destroying part of the uh, the, the sar of the Reish, of the, of the Zikonecha. It could also be a uh, hysterectomy. Again, there are times when a woman needs to do it medically, but it's a very good Shiloh. Can a person just decide for birth control and we just get a, a, you know, a hysterectomy? So, obviously not, but the, the question comes up again. A woman being a patient, is that called misayaya? Is she helping him? There's another discussion. If someone has, you know, has anesthesia, is that called that they're misayaya? They're totally out. Are they actually helping? They're gone. They're not, if someone's sleeping, is that called misayaya? So all these shilas really come up from two sugyas. Sugya, Shabbos, Tzadik, Gimel, Mabez, sounds like misayaya, ain't boy mamish. And the Gemara Makos, which sounds like Messiah Yeshua how you reconcile those two Gemaras, these two Gemaras, is the background for all the different Shilas, cutting nails, getting surgery, many other Shilas that come up. It's all based on how you answer these two sugyas. Okay, so let's just do one more sugya here. We mentioned that Amar Mar, Zeyachov, Zeyachov, Rameir, Mechayev. According to Rameir, if each one could have done it on his own, you're both carrying a cup of coffee, you're both Chayev. So he boldly asked the following Shiloh. According to Rameir, when we say you're chayev for carrying a cup of coffee, okay? So even though me and my friend, we can each carry the coffee ourselves, according to our mayor, even, even if we both carry it out, we're chayev. So we just had a whole perek of shiurim, how much you have to carry in order to be chayev. So let's say a coffee, you need a revius, right? You need to have three ounces of a drink, a, a beverage, or a, or a gregaris, right? That would be for food to be over carrying on Shabbos. If each one's chayev, Maybe you need two shiurim. Or I don't know, shir echelakulam. One shir would work. So we're going to go through many riots. Meaning, if each one carried just one shir, that's enough. Each one needs its own shir. So you need double the shir when we're carrying something else. So let's see, we're going to bring a few riots. Okay, so we had this discussion. We had this brisa before. You have the zav sitting on the bed, and each bed has a cloth underneath it, underneath the bed, the legs of the bed. So what the halacha was, since the bed needs all four of them, since each one is helping and assisting the bed, 
right? So they're all tummy, but one second. There's only one zav. Why is how could one zav make four different uh, bed legs, legs of beds, tummy? Each one, right, should need its own zav. One shear is needed. There's another raya, this will bring it out even stronger. You have a deer, a deer runs into a house, and a person goes and blocks the door. He blocks the door, trapping the deer inside on Shabbos. That's called Seda on Shabbos. Again, if someone if this would happen today, it would be very dangerous. So a person would have to figure out what to do. But assuming there was no danger there. You know, trapping it would be an Isra Daraisa of Tzedah, Chayev. Nalu if two people together come together and they squish the door frame and they close off the house, Petur and their putter. Now, the Brisa continues, let's say one person was not able to do it, and two people did it, Chayavim, they are Chayev. Now, Ba'amai, <coughs> why are they Chayev? Again, we know that according to Abihud, you're Chayev in this case, but either way, you don't have you should need to have two deers there. How come how could they be chayev on Seda if each one trapped half of a deer? So it must be all I need is one shear for both of them. Lamishum Damrinon, Shear All I need is one deer for both of these to be chayev. Amravina, we have one, we have two more. Amravina, Afanam Tanil, and Abraisa, Hashutafni, have these two partners, partners in crime, Shagunvu Vitavcho, they stole an animal, Vitavcho, and they shechid it. So there's a whole halacha in the Torah of Dal of paying four or five times the amount when you when you steal an animal and you shechid it. So they're both chayev. Vamai, why are they chayev to pay four or five? Each one needs to shecht it. They didn't shecht it, they together shechted, you know, a half a shear. You know, there's two, there's two uh, simonim when you shecht, they only shecht in half. It goes one shear and to make both of them chayev. So one more raya, the Gemara is not going to like this raya, but either way, he had many raya, so let's see the last one from Ravashi. Yeah, two people taking out a reed that was used for weaving. Chayav and their chayev. They're both chayev. You should need to have the amount for carrying for each one. And it seems like over here you only have one kana uh, for weaving. All I need is for two people to carry out one shear, they're We said the smallest shear for a kana is to cook, is to use as firewood to roast an egg. Maybe there was enough here to roast two eggs. So you did have two, two shearim. So the says in Cain, if that was true, Lishmin and Kanabama, why did it tell me my Shnodagardi? Why did the Gemara tell us we're talking about a Kanashogardi, a weaver's a reed. It must be that it was only fitting for a weaver's reed not to be used as firewood. So the Gemara said, the is bay. Maybe it had Maybe there was enough reed here to weave a towel for this one, to weave a towel for another one, and therefore there's no proof. There's no raya from here that you need to have a, uh, uh, that one shear would work for both of them. Tani Tana Another Paturin. That two people took out a kana shogardi, the potter. Rab Shim Rechayev. Rab Shimon said you're chayev. So the Rab Shimon, clap a That makes no sense. Rab Shimon says you always potter. That was our Mishnah. Ela Ema, 
The Tanakhama says Chayavin. They're both Chayav because they could have taken it out on their own. So Shnaim Shasua here, this must be like Rameir, and you're still Chayav. Rameir says there's no Ptor of of Shnaim Shasua. Rab Shimon, Rab Shimon says, putter, you're always putter. Whenever two people get involved, they'd be putter. So again, there's no raya from this last a few lines regarding the kana, but we had many rayas before that when it comes to Shnaim Shasua. So in a case where they would be chayev, the example would be, let's say they both couldn't lift something, or according to Rameir, you're always chayev, what is the minimum size? We see that they could shear the same no pun intended, shear the same shear. That even, you know, one Kazayas, let's say, or let's say it was uh, Kigragaris, they would both be chayev, even though theoretically they only did half of it. In that case, they would both be chayev. You wouldn't need double the shear when you have two people doing one action. Okay, Yashikoyev.